It's a new day, yes it is! Ladies and gentlemen, because there's been such a high demand for E to get his full 40 minutes, we're going to let him mm. begin the podcast with the introduction and we can start the timer and see if he... Uh, hold on, I, did, I said nothing about doing... I, say, I didn't say a thing about Girl, doing a 40-minute intro we'll start today. start the timer. Time is going. I'm, not doing, I'm not doing yeah, go 40 ahead, minutes. Bro. You got yeah. it. I said I'm also not doing the ooze either. You, I hope you know that. And we said, do whatever you want. The floor is yours. It's your 40 okay. minutes. You okay. said you could do it. You can handle it. I didn't, I didn't, but I didn't say today I wanted to. Oh, I didn't say that you. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome one. Welcome all. Welcome young. And welcome old. Welcome dogs, cats, humans. To the greatest podcast on God's green earth. I said God's green earth. And it is entitled. The new day. Feel the power. <clears throat> Baby. Just so you all know uh, who we are and what our voices sound like, my mm-hmm. name is Big E. Uh, but as you've known, if you listen to this uh, podcast religiously for the last several months, I've given you some long diatribe about how my name was stolen from me. I used to be Big E Langston and how Langston had a certain weight to it, a certain gravity that when people uh, passed me in the street, they would, when they heard, oh, that's, that's Big E Langston, they would look up. They, would, they used to like maybe look down or look, look to the side. When they heard, oh, that's Big E Langston, they would look up. And you know, many of them actually, believe it or not, many of them would actually they would stiffen their hand, their right hand. It would be very stiff. Why is your hand the wrong way? Why is your hand It's so straight, it's, it's bent. That's but how straight it is. If you're not watching the video, the he, is, he is stretching his fingers as far as he humanly possibly can. So do that <laughs> oh where you're listening and see yes. how your fingers begin to bend back. E's, E's fingernails are almost touching his wrists at this point. <laughs> yeah, come on, you're doing too much. You're doing too much. So many of them. The Big E wouldn't really do much for him. They would, you know, Big E is like, who cares? But once they heard of Langston, they would take their hand like this. Like I said, straighten it. <laughs> <laughs> now to the right angle. Now to the full right angle. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they would take that hand and they would put it to their dome and salute crisply, almost, a, almost dislocating the elbow. That's, that's how sharp salute. That's a nasty salute. <laughs> Oh, wait, what happened? What happened? Tennis elbow? No, no, I just salute likes it. I just salute like, you know, you get it. You get it. You see yes. him. <laughs> to, the, to the point of injury, of, of near injury, or at least spraining uh, several ligaments, uh, they would salute Biggie Langston. But now I am not a salutable man. You know, I'm not a man worthy of salute. <laughs> not, not, not a salutable man. I'm not a salutable man. man. I don't know if you've heard that term no. before. No. But I'm no longer salutable. But I love it. That's my new favorite one. Yeah, feel free he, to steal that. He's not salutable at all. No, no, you're oh, not, not salutable. Good. Right. No, no, no. That should be a segment of the show, you know. Uh, who's, who is salutable and un, unsalutable? Yeah. Maybe just based on name alone. Because there's, so, there's certain things where, like, I, I'm like, oh, I'm Xavier Woods High. Um, I feel like I know people in my life that I rock with. I love them. They're great. But I wouldn't salute them. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. It's a different level. Yeah, like Breeze. I, I love Breeze, but I oh, wouldn't. I, I wouldn't no. salute him. Oh, God no. No. God, no, but that's. I don't know if that's a shot at him. That's. We don't have that kind of relationship. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who I would salute. 
I would salute. I would salute Devon. Yes, because you have a certain level of respect for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that because we don't disres- we disrespect Breeze? Is that why we have no respect? Um, for him? I don't. Know, I think. I think. I don't. I don't know. Well, I'm trying to think. It's like if I'm th- thinking, it would, would if it's the same age and it's like a peer, you don't mm-hmm. feel like you need to salute them because you're on the same level as them. But like I feel like so Donald Glover is the same age as me. He's like my I call him my I'd same salute. age idol. Yeah. I'd salute the hell out of Donald Glover. Right. So is it like an? It's just an admiration thing. I th- I think it might be admiration, not. Not respect, just admiration. Admiration, right? Yeah, there's a ooh, it's a fine line. But uh, but you can you can respect someone without admiring them. That's true. But if you ooh. admire someone, you probably respect them too. Good call. Wow. In some way, shape, or form. Trying to get and that makes them salutable. Yeah, if you admire them, but then a secret you admirer, yeah. you're not going to salute your secret admirer. Well, but the secret, the secret admirer is the one who's admiring you, so they should salute you. But I mean, okay, so so flip that. But I, in either scenario, I wouldn't salute, even though I'm admiring, but it's a different use of the word. If you yourself are the secret admirer, you would not salute the one, the admiree, is what you're saying. I, I, f- I feel like secret admirer is a misnomer. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a secret luster, is what you're yeah. doing. You, you don't, you're yeah. not really admiring. No. You want to no. jump their bones. Yeah. You want to do foul <laughs> and filthy things to them. It's not Holy. really about admiration. It's about them. lust. It's about filthy lust that comes <laughs> deep from within you. That doesn't work. Hey, I'm your secret luster. Yeah. <laughs> how's it, Ew, how's no, it going? No, no, no. Oh, stop. Yeah, you, you can't be on here slipping, man. No. You can't be on here slipping. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like someone who would name themselves a secret luster would, would breathe like a pug. Yeah. Okay. You know they have like, yeah. yeah, it sounds it sounds a lot more like just just filthy and and but it's more know, accurate. like almost like disrespectful, but it is more accurate. That's what you're doing, yeah. right? Right. Because especially if, if it's a secret admirer for the most part, I feel like you don't really know that person. Like maybe you work in the same building, but there's there's a level of distance between someone and you can't really how can you really admire or love or like someone for the right reasons? It's lust. You see them and you want you wanna you wanna do some yeah. biblical things with them. you. Want to you want to close some doors and lock them? Mm. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but who's to say what the uh, what the right reasons are? Maybe that's the right reason enough. <laughs> it's all it's all based <laughs> on the. Well, yeah. That's why we salute him. He has the authority. He's Langston. Yeah. He has well, the when, when, when I was Langston, when he was, yes. damn, you had all this power. <laughs> right. All NFL referees are coming to you, calling you. Hey, man, did you see the play? Yeah, I can't figure it out. What do you When they're doing the booth review, you think it's no, no, no. They're calling me. <laughs> they're calling you. They're calling you. They're calling you. You're out on a boat. Yeah. Well, so what happened? Yeah, yeah. That's passing a fancy. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's an affair. Right, I didn't see the play, but I'll just yeah. I go by my gut. Yeah, you my gut tells me. immediately. Who was it? Oh yeah, yeah. He's no good. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, I uh, when I was thinking about this show, I, I want to be I always want to be transparent with our audience mm-hmm. and uh, let them know that of all the shows we've done, this one had the least amount of planning. Right. So I was you know I was thinking like uh, we had nothing really that was moving us. We didn't really want to do another mailbag right now, and I realized you know we got nothing for you. We got nothing for you. That's kind of what I was thinking as a, a theme. For, for this show is I got nothing for you. If if you're here <laughs> looking for uh, something to inspire you, I got nothing for you. <laughs> if you're looking for, for something to really sink your teeth into, something that'll bring your life some sense of fulfillment, I got nothing for you. If you're, if you're looking uh, for something to, to take your life from, from medium to, to elite to great 
to, to really step up the quality of your life. I got nothing for you. So don't come here. Don't turn on this episode. Don't start this episode expecting anything good, expecting anything, uh, maybe even entertaining, you know? Don't expect a thing. If you want a, an hour or so, I don't know how long we'll go, but if you want an hour or so of your life wasted, time you can never get back, time that on your deathbed you will, you will say, why? Why did I spend that hour listening to that podcast? Why did I do it? If you want a regret in your life, this is your podcast. This is why we are here today. So we, we truly have nothing for you. Don't come here expecting much. We are just going to babble. We are going to talk about uh, little to nothing. And that's why we're here. That is why, why we're here. here. So full transparency, there is no plan. We are flying by the seat of our pants. And actually, I'm intrigued by the origin of that saying. What does it mean? Mm. I don't know. What I don't does that Google mean? it. I don't get it. I'm on, yeah. I'm on tech now. Right. We're making segments that we ain't got nothing for you and potty talks. So we got two segments That's it. on our show oh, now. True, true, true. I'm, I'm going to jump to tech guy when I'm not hosting. <laughs> when you're hosting, I'm going to be tech guy. So I'm going to look up the origin of the seat of her pants. Okay. Please continue. Yes. And I was reminded to uh, my favorite sitcom ever is uh, Seinfeld. And it's uh, famously a show about nothing. And you can't see this unless somehow we put up the video, but actually a good friend of mine oh, wow. sent me these, uh, it's a George Costanza uh, mug of the time that he was, he did a, a boudoir uh, uh, shoot <laughs> and he's just in his boxers here on a couch uh, for a woman who uh, worked at a place that they developed his photos and he was playing this game of seduction with her. And uh, yes, so if anyone hasn't watched the show or comes over to my house and gets this mug without explanation, it's very odd that you see this uh, balding white man um, in his boxers <laughs> on, on my mug. And I have two of them, actually. I've been sent two of them. So uh, that's that's what my life consists of. That was the actually highlight of my last week, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, yes. Okay, awesome. okay. So fly by the seat of your pants. So is parlance, and I had to look that word up because I didn't know that. Parlance is a particular way of speaking or using words, especially a way common to those with a particular job or interest. So like... For instance, the word gimmick would be like our parlance. Okay, yes. so aircraft initially had few navigation aids and flying was accomplished by means of the pilot's judgment. The term emerged in the 1930s and was first widely used in reports of Douglas Corrigan's flight from the USA to Ireland in 1938. That flight was reported in many US newspapers of the day, including this piece titled Corrigan Flies by the Seat of His Pants in a newspaper, and then people started using it. So, so they, it was- it, that, that didn't describe it at all. It yeah. was like pilot lingo. So they're saying that now there's tons of navigation stuff. So like you can kind of rely on like GPS to do everything. And so with this, like in order to navigate the skies, because you got to think about like weather patterns and all that type of stuff and wind currents. So they have to essentially fly on the fly. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't he, why, would why wouldn't the that? phrase be like, uh, he flew with his heart right? or, or he, he oh, flew no with his gut? Or no just clue. his pants. Like why the seat of your pants? Oh, like, true, true. Because like maybe because you have to be, seated to fly the plane i don't know there's there's the origin where it came from but yeah huh. let's see where uh i feel like finding the why is gonna be a lot harder unless i keep scrolling and it's right there yeah I, my level of, of investment in this honestly is it's very minimal now. anyways so, yeah. so, so yes yeah. um uh, also another thing that um had been bothering me is that from time to time the two of you uh woods and cove sometimes wow. you guys That's just true. like to take all of the hair that god gave you on your face and remove it. Mm. I guess not all, because you still have eyebrows yeah, and eyelashes, mm. but on the on the lower portion of your face. Can you please explain to me, Woods, you have done this uh, most recently. Mm -hmm. yep. Can you please explain to me 
what was going through your rabbit ass mind? My rabbit ass mind. <laughs> my rabbit ass mind. Excuse me, sir. So you think you think that a man of my of my stature, a man who cares about his family and his friends as much as I do, would just randomly do something like this? My my rabbit ass mind. No, my mother. My mother has been begging me for like the past two years. That to, to, to shave my face because she wants to see my face. She said, I helped okay. to create this face. I want to see this face. So for Christmas, I said, mother, you know what I did? I shaved my face for your Christmas present for one of your few, one of your many Christmas wow. presents. That's, that's the kind of son that I am. So for yeah. you to, to come onto this podcast and berate me about giving my own mother, my loving mother wow. who birthed me herself, herself. I came out of her body to do that one thing for her when this hair is going to grow back in a few months. Rabbit ass mind, e wow. No, I feel bad. Wow. Is that, is that yeah. really the reason? Yes. Well, I didn't know that. <laughs> exactly. It's yeah, a, yeah, a, yeah, you feel it's terrible. A, it's a hell of a reason. It's admirable. I think it's admirable, but it's, I mean, I don't know if like I'm seeing it correctly, but it looks like you uh, have reshaved since Christmas. So mm -hmm. you gave your mom a present, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, she, uh, you know what I'm saying? You, you gave her a present. The question is why are you continuing to, you know, to brandish this uh, this face upon us, you know? Uh, because <laughs> because I, I'm just, I don't know. Because to give someone a gift that only lasts like, what, like two days? No, this, this five o'clock shadow grows back. So I've shaved it once. I'll shave it like two or three more times and then I'll let it grow. Wow. I don't understand why my face is such concern of the two of you. It's a part of our brand. It's a part of our brand. You didn't run it by us. <laughs> you didn't run it by us at all. Actually, you did. You did say you I did. <laughs> well, you didn't you didn't give me a, a chance yeah. to object. Yeah, right, I right. Feel like right. You, like you dictated it to us. You didn't you didn't ask us. You didn't ask us. Right. You know, we didn't you, know you know damn well we always <laughs> on matters like this, we we pitch it to the group. And if we outvote you, you gotta shut it down. You matters like this? It. No, never once matters like this because I shave my face and grow my face with her multiple times and we've never had this discussion. And and more importantly, I have never just come to work with my hair completely dyed a different color without oh. talking to the boys about it. So that's if we want to talk about somebody doing something <laughs> that's different from our brand, we're if we're talking about, about someone doing something that's like going against our brand without talking to the other two about it. Why don't we give Kofi the floor no, no, for a second? No, no, no. That's true. That's ahead, a bigger Kofi. faux pas. That is a bigger faux pas. This is coming I, back. We we discussed this. I told I told you I was going to do this to my hair. Several. We talked about this through several texts. We had a we? Uh, yeah, all of us. Mm. All of us, you had plenty. I, like I gave, unlike you, I gave you plenty of time to object before I actually pulled the trigger and did it. It was probably a few months. You've shown like, up. You shown up with. Uh, so your hair was normally in twist, right? And you showed. You shown up with your hair uh, on your face, fully shaved. And to me, with no hair on my face, is okay. much easier to digest than Kofi with no mustache. That's now, very true. That's, that's very true. That's a, that's a, that's out of a horror movie. It's that terrifying. Is, wow. <laughs> that's my face. <laughs> that's my face. <laughs> I mean. You ain't lying. <laughs> you ain't lying. So, yeah, as soon as lying. I did it, I was like, oh, instant regret. <laughs> instant regret. And then I shaved the rest of my facial hair too eventually. And like, I hadn't seen my face in a very long time, man. I, it, you're, I mean, hey, you ain't lying, bro. I feel like, I don't know, like something happened. This is not, that's not the way I remember my face. You know, <laughs> like something, ha something happened under there all this time while it was growing out. Something was going on. I don't know. But I, I yeah, yeah, I don't know, dude. I apologize for that. And I apologize <laughs> to anyone who had to, who had to yeah, see that. Like I, I said, you ain't lying. You didn't have to say it out loud, you know, on the podcast for everyone to hear. But, you know, it, it is it is what it is. I'll never do that again. Wow. You'll never see my face again. Thank you. It's You'll scary. never see my face You'll again. You'll never see my face again. No. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Out of a horror movie got me good. <laughs> it's just because you don't look bad. It's just very abrasive. It, it, it is, is. abrasive. You've had your facial hair for like 
since since I've seen Kofi oh, yeah. Kingston, you've had facial hair. So like to then go from like watching you when I was little to then being on a team with you and Damn. then having this like fridge. You just <laughs> slid that in real quick too, real casual. <laughs> watching you when I was again? little, <laughs> when I was a toddler. Oh, oh yeah. no, he, he, you meant, cause, cause you put on that weight, you know? Cause you, think, cause you think now, when you were little, you mean right, when, when you, he was were, skinny. You, when you were a little bit of a lightweight, you know? You put on that weight, you got a little thicker. I know what you mean. I didn't take it as an insult. I know you wouldn't do that. I know you wouldn't See, do me like exactly. that. Exactly, but ease mind, like ease mind. That's messed up. That you would he's always that. trying to instigate. Or trying to instigate. What? How dare you? Nope. Don't put How that on you? me. <laughs> How dare you, E? That's your role in the group. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> Only when we don't have a sheet. So for people that, that aren't watching this, Kofi has a hoodie on that says Peach Daddy. That's right. What is this? I don't, you, I don't like that either. This? Yeah, Peach Daddy, man. You know? Because, you know, I'd be talking about that little peach back there. I'm talking <laughs> about, uh, you know. Uh, it, the funny thing is, is like, uh, out of all the fruits... I never used to like peaches, you know, until I caught a glimpse of myself in the mirror and I said, wow, wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's, that stuff look ripe. You know what I'm saying? No, make no, you want to no, take no. a bite. I don't like this conversation. Make no. you want to take a bite. You know like what I'm saying? Deadlifts, I don't like this at all. Squats. You know what I'm talking about, E. You know That's what I'm talking about. That's why I was going to leave it alone. That's why I was yeah. going to leave the peach daddy alone. I saw this shirt. I had, I had to do it. Rascal apparel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Omar Isuf. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had a lot of good shirts out there. And uh, Peach, oh, I didn't, so I'm, I'm rubbing my chest right here and it, it looks like I'm rubbing on the peach, which I also like. You see it? You're, you're too grown, man. You're almost 40. You're almost That's 40. right. I'm a daddy. I care. And I'm a, and I'm I a peach daddy at that. I got kids I, too. That's right. I don't like it. It yeah. disturbs me to my core. <laughs> yeah, when you call it a little peach, it makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I rock that little peach, you know. You got to be proud of it, you know. You got to be proud of it. And I, I work very hard at it too. Like uh, after a certain amount of time, uh, you've been lifting for your whole life. You get to be a certain age. Some people like stop doing squats. They stop doing deadlifts. And if you have, uh, you know, if, if, you, if you're looking for any kind of motivation to continue, look no further. Go to my Instagram page. <laughs> go to my Instagram page and start scrolling through. <laughs> You'll see, you know what? Maybe I should do some, maybe I should keep on the squats, you know, and the deadlifts. Cause you can get a little peach back there too. A little garden, you know what I mean? You know that, that sounds like you need to go to the doctor. Yeah, you yeah. Back there, you got some issues. Yeah, if he needs the help, you know, I'll give him some tips. I swear, if, tips. if you're on IG doing butt workouts and glute, glute spiration or whatever <laughs> they call coming, it, it's if, that's what, if that's what, if that's what, what you're that? out there doing, I don't know. I don't know what they call what it. Kind of, what kind of? Yeah. Oh, you? Yeah, I think you do. E. Yeah. Look, I, I like the bruise. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of nasty rabbit holes do you going down? Oh, let me look at these yoga Instagrams. Yeah, yeah, you're really into yoga. I bet. Oh, hashtag gluteinspiration. Like you ain't searched it. Yeah. You know? Look, don't well, judge I, me. I just made that word up. I didn't. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are saying out there. I'm no, never on my phone. I'm never. Don't on judge media. me. But that uh, yeah. I'm I'm proud of you, man. I'm proud of you for continuing to uh, deadlift or whatnot. That's cool to see, but I just don't need you referring to whatever's going on back there in the way that you have been. That's all. Call it what it is. How does he refer to it? I'm not going to use that term. <laughs> it's, like, it's offensive and derogatory? Yeah. Sir? It's unsettling to me. It's a term of endearment. It is sir? quite unsettling. In fact, I think we should move on. Uh, I'm not even going to try to get a smooth segue. So, Cove, it's been snowing in Austin. 
lightly. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to. Yeah, let's just get out. I'm bailing. I'm just bailing. Get me out of here. Uh, but I do want to actually I do want to talk about this because yeah. uh, you built a snowman. And I will say it was a very uh, it was a very aesthetically pleasing snowman. Yeah, too. man. So it, the thing about it, too, is like so. Uh, and we know we talked about this um, earlier. Uh, it was quite a pleasant surprise. OK, because I don't like the snow. I don't like the cold. I don't like anything that, you know, like anything below like 60, I got, I, I'm in a bad mood. Like if I go into the hotel room and they put the uh, the thermostat at like 60, 65, I'm, I'm angry that they did that, you know? Uh, so when I heard it was snowing here, I first thought it was going to be like, uh, you know, like in Atlanta, not to throw a shot at woods in your hometown or anything. But when you get, you guys get like a little inch of snow, the whole city shuts down. Snowmageddon. You know? And I, you know, sometimes I'm from up north in Boston. Really bad. Sometimes it's I, really bad and we take precautions on the just in case, you know? And I'm not, hey, you'll, you'll get no argument from me. Protect yourself. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Safety first. I get uh -huh. it. Protect yourself. Uh -huh. So I thought that's what it was going to be like here. Like everything was going to shut down. Oh, we're going to get this little dusting of snow. And then as the day started going on, uh, it started like piling up. And then, you know, by the end of the day, we had like a good three, four inches and it was like the good snow and people who have been like in uh you know, climates that, that are snow friendly, you know, like there's powder snow that doesn't like, you can't throw a snowball with it. You can't really make a snowman. You can't make snow forts. You can't do nothing with it. But this was like the stickiest snow, like the best possible snow. So um, we just came from New York a couple of weeks ago and uh, we had all our snowsuits and everything all out. So the whole family, we all put our snowsuits on, we go out in the front yard and we just start building, you know? So the kids are throwing snowballs at each other. We found like a little hill in the back. They're going sledding in the back. This is crazy because it's Austin, it's Texas, man. Like it's not supposed to snow like this. And, um, uh, you know, so in the front, you know, we start building the uh, snowman and actually the one, so I actually, we built two of them because, so the first one we built, we rolled up the snow and it was pretty big. Actually, you know what it was like, uh, you know, the Atlas stones, like yes. how they pick them up. So, you know, we made a big snowball on one and then I made a bigger one on for the second one. And I go to pick it up like an Atlas stone. So I got a little workout in there going back to the peach. You know what I'm saying? It's always spring in my house. I was trying <laughs> to leave the peach, so, man. So, so I put the thing up there and we made a snowman and we got the charcoal and everything. And then before I knew, like I look around, it's just me and my wife out there. We're in the snow. I'm like, I don't know where the kids are at. We were just sitting there, you know, like a little snow date playing in the snow, like two big ass kids. It was awesome. So then we go to the back. We made the big snowman in the front. We go to the backyard. And then uh, the kids are playing with some neighbors, like sledding and throwing snowballs and stuff. Then we go back to the front and our snowball and our, and our snowman had collapsed. And I look mm. across the street and we have some other neighbors mm. and it's like three, uh, two girls over there. And they had like two of their other friends who were over there who were like younger girls too. And I'm just like, now they seem like real nice little girls. Did they push my snowman over? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I couldn't like, you know, I I don't want to like accuse them, but I I I will go back and check the security footage and, get the fine over <laughs> and some parents might need to be notified. So anyway, we uh we we made another snowman. Uh, actually, this one was like mostly me. All the kids were like inside getting hot cocoa. I'm outside by myself, snow day, you know. So I make this snowman, and I'm like, ah, oh, something's missing because you know Frosty the snowman, he has a uh, he has like that hat, right? So I'm like, he needs something on his head. And I'm looking around like, you know what? I'm going to make a mohawk. So now I'm out there. I'm making a mohawk on him. This is just me out here now. The kids are inside. My wife is inside. Everyone's had enough. Uh, and then one of my other neighbors comes from across the neighborhood, drives his truck over, and he goes, hey, you got the best snowman in the neighborhood. 
I go, oh, whoa, thanks, man. It's like, I just want to come over here and tell you that. Turns his car around, goes back home. So he just came <laughs> out just to, just to tell me about my snowman. And I felt so good, man. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, wow. Normally, I hate, I despise snow. I can't stand it. And now here we are. You know what I mean? Having a snow day in Austin, Texas, of all places, just having a, a, a great time. So you know, it was, a, it was just a pleasant surprise to be able to uh, enjoy the snow in my in my own house, which I haven't done since I was a kid. So <laughs> it was uh, it was good, man. It was good. Good little snow day for sure. I That's love beautiful. That dude yeah. got in his car, drove to your house I just to compliment it. you and drove home. <laughs> but that's yeah. I feel like so much more stuff like that has been happening since yeah. I in my neighborhood. Definitely like since quarantine has happened, like you're actually like conversing with your neighbors rather than like, yeah. hey, hi, bye. Like, you know, who, who like lives on your street, but like. I'm like friends with my neighbors yeah. now and like oh, we yeah. do stuff like that. That's got to feel good because like, think about that. That would have never happened had this. So like, and I always, I know, I know we always try to talk about like silver lining, like what's the positive things that have happened or occurred in like bad situations. And I think that's definitely one of them. It's just that, that human interaction, you know? Yeah, no, 100%. I've gotten to know my neighbors like so well over this past, it's almost been a year. Is that crazy? Wild. Right? So it'll be what? I guess things went in lockdown because I remember, so maybe it was April. So March, right? Yeah, like March 16th. A month and a half from a year. Yeah, mid-March. Yep. Wow. So crazy. I almost got stuck in LA because I was out there right before they closed down the airports. Oh my God. I think I flew out like two days before they closed down... either like the Georgia one or the LA one. But, uh, but it was, it was so weird. Cause even, even like earlier that week or maybe like two weeks prior, it was like, yeah, this, this thing sucks, but like, or, or everything is fine. And then everything just changed. And so yeah. it's been, it's been interesting to see how the world has, has morphed a little bit. And I'm In curious to see what it's going to look like by the, by the end of this year, is it going to be the same yeah. or are we going to look different? Like what's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, sure. And it's been, it's, it's so, so quickly too. Cause you think about it, like uh, to me, like this year has gone by like crazy fast, you know, and a year's not really a long time, but like so much has changed in such a short amount of time. Like it's just so wild, but no, like you were saying, man, like our, our neighborhood has definitely gotten a lot closer. You know what I mean? Like the kids for sure. Uh, obviously with uh, everybody being home for a while, it's, it's bittersweet, but at the same time, like, I don't know, it feels good to just be like actually connected to your neighbors. I mean, the, the neighborhood I lived in in Florida, I probably only knew, gosh, three or four of my neighbors. We never had conversations, really. You know what I mean? I, we lived there for a decade. You know what I'm saying? So what's wrong with your people in Tampa? You just had to do it. I'm just asking because you, you were born and raised there, you know? Well, I'm right. curious. So, like, so I, I think the reason that I'm like outside and like with my neighbors more is because we have kids and the kids are mm-hmm. playing. And so we talk automatically. Like, are, have you built relationships with your neighbors? Cause like, you're not, you don't do much outside of your house. Like are, have you found ways to like, I don't know, have, have things happen where you interact with them more? Uh, well, I, I go for walks now and I find myself outside. That's like the only reason, but uh, to your point before, man, we were on the road for, so I, I got, I moved into my house in 2013 and this was probably you know, just six months or so into me being on the road. So I'm just very used to, to going all the time until now. So I would never, you know, when we're home a day and a half, a day and a half or whatever, however long it would be, I wasn't outside much at all. Uh, so now like, I don't have huge interactions with my neighbors, mostly because I'm still uh, paranoid about COVID. Well, actually, that's a lie, mostly because I like being alone so it's, COVID is a great excuse and I'll, I'll still be using that months from now like hey you want to come to my birthday party sorry man it's a pandemic uh that, that'll be my excuse uh moving well beyond this pandemic 
is it's a pandemic. Much like uh, my recession excuse. <laughs> yes. People ask me to spend money. It's a recession well beyond, you know, the you know business could be booming. It'll still be a recession in my household. But anyways, uh, I, I see, it's cool to see, I go outside and I'll see like kids being pulled by their parents and wagons and, I, and I'll wave, you know, waving is about the extent of my interaction with my neighbors. But but that's that's a big jump up from before, not even yeah. seeing them or no interaction whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So at least I know what my neighbors look like. And you know, that's that's yeah. a that's a step forward. Yeah. And I'll take that. But uh, <laughs> you know, I uh, as a man who I might be the only single dweller of a house in this entire development, as far as I know, mm-hmm. uh, because it's definitely it's a suburban area. So it's probably a bit odd, and I don't want people to think, you know, that I'm a strange man. So I try to wave, let them know <laughs> I'm here to be a part of this community. I wish you all well. I let them know that I am disarming. I am harmless. I just uh, a smile and a wave, let you know I'm not here to mess with you. Don't mess with me. Everything's good. All love, peace, prosperity. Are they whispering when you walk but, by like, he used to be Langston. Just leave me be. Don't, yes. Do not salute him. Do I not. Can, I can assure you, I don't get a single salute. Yeah. Uh, they got to know salute. too. I mean, with your shoulder mobility, like, you know, you think something like a wave is, you know, not a big deal. But with you, if you're putting your hand out there. Yeah, that's energy. Right. That's that's right, energy right, that right. you're spending. I hope they you know, know the amount not, of energy easy. and discomfort I'm in. Yeah. When I wave, that's right. <laughs> it's painful to be nice. Your, your ligaments don't want you to. They don't. They really don't. But I, I make do and I let them know. But it is. I, I think that's one of the, the nice parts is I do feel like there's a there is in a way there is a larger sense of, of community, I think, mm-hmm. in many ways. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. I support it. Thumbs yeah. up. It feels good. So like I, like I said, I'm just I'm interested to see what uh, when we're on the other side of all of this, like what what are we going to be able to keep? Because I would really be upset for things to just kind of go back mm-hmm. to how they were. Like this just like didn't happen. Uh, but again, like we won't know until we're, we're, we're on the other side of it. So I was, uh, we were having this conversation and we've talked about this before. Our mantra is save it. Especially mm-hmm. when we have little or nothing mm-hmm. to talk about, which is me most of the time, is we'll start talking about something before recording and I will jump in and say, save it. And one of the things we were talking about is our producer, our beloved uh, Dan Reichert, was talking about uh, possibly, uh, you know, cutting his lawn. And I said, you know, it's very bougie of me, but I hire someone to do my lawn mostly because, you know, I'm not good at doing things. I'm not very handy. I could do it, but I don't really enjoy doing it. But it reminded me of a time when I was just a top, just a wee <laughs> little boy, just uh, knee high to a grasshopper, as the kids say. And uh, it reminded me of a time where my old man, you know, he used to tell me out of frustration when he would try to teach me how to do things. Very impatient, man. Very, very impatient, man. (laughs) He would try to teach me things and they would snap and I would, you know, I would kind of like shut down and then I would I would learn uh, how to do something outdoorsy like dig a hole or just anything. (laughs) Learn to dig a hole. Yeah, there's a lot of hole digging. Dig a hole. No, but see, there's a certain way he liked to do it. You know, I had my own way. You know, I was trying to skin the cat my way. You know what I'm saying? There's more than one way to skin a cat. But to him, there was only one way. Uh, But anyways, uh, one of the things I remember him telling me is that if you don't learn how to do these menial tasks, these things around the house, you don't learn how to take care of your house, take care of the lawn, boy, you better make a lot of money. And, you know, I think this was a talk to try to teach me, you know, man, I got to get it together. I got to learn how to do these things like cut the grass well and and fix the heater and and change the oil. But nah, 
I said, I'm going to make a lot of money, fool. And I showed his dumb ass. I showed him. Jesus. You hit it so hard. Nah, nah. I ain't going to learn nothing. Skills? What skills? I got no skills. And I ain't going to never acquire any skills. Not no. a one. No. So I'm going to make this money. Hire someone else to do them. But uh, again, that sounds very bougie of me. But just letting people know that. It's okay. It's okay if you're not good at these handsy things. In fact, I was also telling the boys, uh, I was also telling the boys that I was very proud of the fact that I've had this uh, clog in my sink for quite some time. And I was just kind of hoping it would go away. I used Drano, but I was very proud of the fact that I just YouTubed it and looked it up. And actually, it's quite easy to unscrew the parts of the pipe down under there. Put a little bowl underneath there. Kofi, why are you mocking my little hands? Is that what you Because <laughs> it looks like you're doing something. That this is unscrewing the pipes? That's how I unscrew, yeah. yes. So yeah. Looks like, Clearly, that's why I don't do things around the house, fingers. <laughs> but every time you go to do something, you're like, oh, no. Oh, no. What do I do? That's I got to right. change the batteries in the remote. Oh, but I've got these creepy fingers. They just won't let me. Come on, man. Come on. But anyways, I, uns I unscrewed the part of the pipe, and I removed the clog. It took me probably about an hour and a half in total. I started it, and I had to go to leave yeah. for work. Uh, and then I came back and I finished it. And that was probably the only handy thing in seven and a half years of living here that I have done. And I was quite proud of the fact that I, I did something. I didn't have to call anyone. That's great. Did it. So, okay. I, I have a couple of questions. Hit so me. You've, you've, you've lived in this house, you said, for seven years? Uh, Mid-2013, yes. And every single issue you've had with this house as a homeowner, you've had someone else take care of you? Like, you haven't done any? Ah. I don't have many issues, honestly. Um, but I think for the most part, my water heater stopped working. And then I just Googled. I also did that as well. Uh, but that was pretty simple. You just have to like press a button. And yeah. but for the most part, uh, I think, yeah, I think everything else has been handled some, by someone else. Really? Because like there's so many. I'm not handy at all either. Like I'm, I'm in the same vein. But I will always like YouTube something. Cause like there's a bunch of I think it was like Howcast back in the day with this like mm. how how to uh, paint a room how to install a doorknob like they had everything and then and I was just yeah. all over YouTube and so I'll always try first lots of like ninety nine percent of the time I can't do it but I'll I'll literally always try but you also have I feel like you have also have a lot more going on in your house you have things uh, on the walls <laughs> you have yeah things being done you have people coming in and out you have four people who live there consistently and people who come over. I also, there's just a lot less wear and tear, wear and tear. on this house. Fair, fair, mm -hmm. yeah. A lot less things going on, you know? I, can't I don't imagine. Have, yeah, I don't have kids like pulling on, I bet, I just imagine yeah. them swinging off the doorknobs. You know? Know. Pristine, uh, man, I bet your stuff is in such good condition. Yeah. For the most part, yeah. Man. Oh. That's insane. I'm in my basement in tip top shape because they can't That's, come down here. Wow. Yeah. If they come down here, I'm holding them. What do you mean you hold them? You have a cell? No, like I'm holding oh. them, physically holding them. Well, the baby, because he's one, and he'll just like grab anything that he sees. He's like, oh, this is cool. Let me break this. Uh, Griffin, at least I can sit Griffin down. Griffin will go sit at the Street Fighter machine and he'll play. But, but I cannot, like, if I'm not down here, they're not down here because mm. everything, everything down here is a collector's item. Oh, right? yeah. It's not a I've, toy. I've had these, most solid, a lot of the stuff down here I've had since I was a little kid. I, I thought you meant like a holding cell, which which really popped me. Is oh you you, you catch them down there, you have a little prison for them. <laughs> There's just a little jail under the stairs. <laughs> yes. Now watch me play these games. Yeah, <laughs> you, can't, you can't touch nothing, but you can watch. Yeah, yeah. just just a little window for them. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. All right. Oh, man, I, I'll agree though, man. I think there, there's nothing more fulfilling than being able to fix something yourself in your house. We installed these uh, like fingerprint like locks. Well, not we. I did. Uh, and, and it involved like taking out like the, 
what's it called? The, uh, like the, just the, the, the hand lock. I don't even know what the, the stuff is called, but you take it out and you have to get like a, a whole filler. So I had to get that, put that in, you know what I'm saying? Install the actual lock, connect it with the electricity. You know what I mean? Like the wiring and all that stuff. So I don't know if it's like, like safety certified, you know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> but it's done, you know? And then you get up and you just, as, when, when I usually do that stuff, everyone's asleep. So there's nobody to like, to put me over, you know? I'm just sitting there in the house. I'm just like nodding. I'm like, you know, trying to go over to the cat and the dog. Yo, res- respect me, man. I just, I'm the man of the house, you know? I'm doing all this stuff. Everybody's asleep. So the thing yeah. is like when you, when, when they wake up and they see it, it's the thing, like you're the, you're, you're the dad, these things are expected of you. So no, there's not a, yeah, yeah, Hey, great, yeah. great no, job for doing this. No, you're so, no. you're supposed to do this. No. That's, that's your job. Just yeah. like everybody's got like a, a, a position that they play and like you, you, you do what you're supposed to do. And it's like, no, yeah. I'm not doing this to get a pat on the back. I'm doing it because yeah. I'm supposed to do it and it's going to be yeah. done or I'm going to get yelled at. Yeah. And I don't want to get yelled at. <laughs> that too. So let's that get it done. I respect uh, my, that. My, my wife will give it to me every now and then. I actually, we, so we have these uh, automatic blinders that have uh, like batteries in them. And it's not the biggest deal to go up there and like change the batteries. But I had to get up there on the ladder. You know what I'm saying? And balance and, you know, get the, get like 17 batteries out of the gimmick and put new batteries in. And like, you know, so it takes some effort. Mm-hmm. And she gave me a good congratulations. You know, she gave me a good, a good hearty thank you. And that there you felt, go. It feels good to get that that recognition. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, congrats. Happy for you. Congrats. Yeah. My problem is that if I don't get something or it's frustrating, I feel like a certain, like a wave come over me. It reminds me of like, like childhood, like this wave of like, <laughs> I start sweating. I get frustrated and like anxious. And I don't need that feeling in my life. So I, that's why I try to avoid doing things is because if I can't figure it out initially, or at least there's not, like I can't understand the path to getting it fixed or whatever I'm doing, is it right? Just like the smoke alarms that I had to take out. Just like I, you know, I, I've, I think I've told this story already on this podcast, but I'll tell it again. Um, but essentially, it's really not much of a story. But I went through and all the smoke alarms, I don't know why they do it this way, but they all go off at the same time. They all stop working at the same time, it seems. So I go through, I buy some new batteries, brand spanking new batteries. And I replace all the batteries, make sure they're in right. I go to leave for work, come back. They're still chirping, still chirping. I can't sleep like that. I'm a, I'm a very, I, I often, I envy people who could sleep through anything because I am such a light sleeper, such a light sleeper. The temperature has to be the right way. I use a white noise app. I need that. Everything has to be perfect. It has to be just perfect and I can sleep soundly. Uh, and if not, I'm screwed. But anyways, uh, the next day I try to figure out again, I go through every single one and I make sure the batteries are in right. Uh, and they seem to be, I check every single one. It still goes off. I come back, mm-hmm. I buy a new pack of brand new batteries. You know how it is for me to spend money? Even if it's just $10 on some batteries, it pains me. So I go through and I replace them with brand new batteries. I do it again. And the same thing, it keeps chirping and chirping and chirping. And I couldn't, I eventually I had it. I had that feeling, that sweating <laughs> feeling. I'm not being able to figure out what's coming over me. Just warm and sweaty and anxious. And I said, enough is enough. If I had children, I wouldn't do this because, you know, someone else to protect. But I said, I'm going to take out all of these smoke alarms. Every single one, every single one is coming out because I can't live like this. And I put them all in a suitcase in one of my old gear bags. And uh, actually, I put them in my old car originally. But then then I got rid of my car. I donated (laughs) it. So it's out of here. Uh, and then I put them in a suitcase once I got rid of the car and just put them in my garage just in case I ever want to put them back in. Um, but yes, that's where they are. And uh, so there are no smoke alarms currently working in my house, but they're where, still chirping. How are these things years later? They're still, they're still chirping. chirping were, in they, were they yeah. in the car when you gave it away? And you no, 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 no. No, I mean, <laughs> well, yes. Well, I made sure. 
But before I before went through and cleaned out the car, car and made sure. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you, I thought you retrieved them after you gave the car away. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't like chasing <laughs> it down the yeah. block. Sorry, trying to get my deal. smoke alarms. Deal. Hey, I'm so, sorry. I, are there some chirping smoke alarms in that trunk? I just need to grab those. It's cool if I come by. No, that did not happen. That did not happen. We had the smoke alarm thing too, but uh, my wife is uh, head and shoulders smarter than I am, uh, smartest person that I probably know. Um, so I'm I'm doing it for like I don't know like hours it seems like trying to fix these smoke alarms she's like press the button and just reset them mm-hmm. and i was like what she's like when you change the batteries just reset them I'm like oh and like yeah. that's so instead of that feeling that you have of it washing over you and you feeling nervous because you can't figure it out mine is me getting some information from her that's so simple i just feel like a complete idiot <laughs> <laughs> like what why did i not realize this what is wrong with me she's like it says it right here on the back of it if you just look at it if you use your eyes and just look at it i'm like yeah. yep i'll do that next time yeah i did that too by the way i tried to reset still- it, it yeah. did not work that's what i was gonna say because i'm you you told the story uh i think it was actually before the podcast last week and i was like oh well you know if you go in there and you reset it and then you're like yeah well you know i youtubed it and that, that's my my biggest pet peeve is like Obviously, you would have done everything in your power to like, you know what I'm saying? To like, to, to go through and figure out how to do it. So, yeah. So, sorry it didn't work out, man. I, well, I appreciate that. Doesn't, doesn't burn. Well, uh, <laughs> that's, that's, thank you. Thank you very much for that. You know, fingers crossed. Uh, but that is actually, I, man, I marvel. We've talked about this many times, but we are so, so fortunate with, there's a lot of downside of technology, but there's a lot of good as well. The fact that I can very in very in mere seconds, I can very simply look anything up and figure out how to fix it or who to call is a blessing. How did how did they do this like 15, 20 years ago? How did they make towns without GPS? You got a oh, map. We, they used to get a map. Print out the map quest stuff. Like when I was in the Indies, we'd print out map quest and just yep. like f- watch the road like a hawk looking for signs and stuff. And like, and it was just normal. But I'm thinking right. now, like if we had to do that, I'd be like, what? So annoying, right? What? I gotta, I gotta think about the exit coming up in forty <laughs> miles and keep it on my mind while I'm driving. What? No thanks. It's crazy what? because obviously, like even before that though, like people used to have to actually have like actual maps, and they people used to. Uh, yeah. I think uh, you know some the of the atlas. timers would come wrong and they have the whole atlas and everyone uh-huh. would have to have your map and you unfold it and now you're looking. Like, how did you get to a show on time? Because uh, so, there are some of these towns that are like it's so it's so obscure, you know. Mm-hmm. We, so my trainer, um, he would teach us about that. So he's like, he would make sure he's like, okay, so y'all know, all know how to read a map, right? Cause like, you have to know how to read maps if you're going to be bouncing around, getting the show. Like, yeah, you can use MapQuest and stuff, but like on the off chance that everything dies out, you got to know where you're yeah. going. And um, I remember on, on his map that he had, so it would be easier to find the places that you wrestled. He would just like highlight the little area after he wrestled there. So then way, if he had to go again, wow. he could find it quick on the map and then just kind of like make his route to go to it. I was like, that's really cool. So like, I love that. Obviously, like for us, because like we were like little in, in these times, like before all the, the boom of technology. So like yeah. a lot of younger people don't think about that. But then even us, like we don't think about how it was like before our generation, like it was even more difficult to get places and do right. that kind of stuff. So it's interesting to see how it goes along. But I, I do I do love looking at a map, like a paper map and figuring out where to go because you you do feel accomplished. Yeah. I mean, it's a task. It's an effort, you know? So yeah, you feel like you, you completed something that took, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, it made me think what, what skills do we have now that'll soon be obsolete? Like, like reading a map that's a waste of time. Is yeah. it like, like maybe showering, you know? Cause maybe in like 10 years, it'll be like, like the Jetsons where oh, you just, just like you don't know how to, you don't know how to, light yeah. just right, right, right. Or, or brushing oh, your teeth. Yeah. Where you just 
you know, you put this like helmet on, it does all that for you. I'm trying to think of what, what other skills in the next like 10, go in our away. lifetime, yeah. are, mm-hmm. would be obsolete. I don't know. It intrigues me. I, I really don't know where to go with yeah, that. Yeah, cause like, cause if you, if you knew that, then you could just make the product that's gonna do it. True. I don't think Ooh. anybody could really see it. Probably driving a car seems the most apparent. But that's already oh. a thing. Right, but it's not a widespread thing. No, yeah. but I feel like it's we coming. have a technology. Like if, if they, so my, my thing with technology is, uh, I think it was when, uh, it was PS3. PS3 was the big one, right? The big heavy one. It was clunkier, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yes, it was clunkier, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I got that, I, I got it, cause I, I think that I was playing, I was playing one of the SmackDown versus Raw games. And I wanna say that the PS3 one, um, you could use your PSP to link it back and forth. It may have been SmackDown versus Raw 06. Maybe, I don't know. I'm bad with gears. But anyway, so I remember um, we went to go in and get it. And my dad is like, okay, so what does this do? Because it was like crazy expensive and all that stuff. And it's Christmas. And I'm like, it's this, 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 this. He goes, I was like, I can't, I, like, this is the highest technology like of, of the land that we've ever had. He goes, you realize that like, this is what we're getting as consumers. So this is the most technologically crazy right. thing that you've seen. He's like, this is what we have as consumers. Think about like what the government has, like, He's like, at this point, like they can probably make stuff go invisible. We don't even realize oh, yeah. it. So like, how far behind are we as consumers in the technological world, as opposed to like the people who have access to that information? It makes me think like, do we have teleportation yet? The podcast is going to get weird when we don't have a sheet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> our, our actual thoughts, like, like what, what can we do as humans that we don't actually know that we can do yet? Because yeah. if the information was given, like, Hey, we have, we have, we can, we can teleport. Like, yeah. wow people would lose their minds bro have you guys seen those i'm sure you've seen it but the uh the robots now yes that dance so that are dancing so i I saw one they're running but there's one that just came out recently where they're doing like i think it's three of them and they're doing like a real like coordinated dance but and like moonwalking and stuff like that and like literally moving it almost like it looks so real that it doesn't look real you know it's crazy and again like you were saying like that's what we know so I know that there's got to be like a whole family Bro. of robots, just you know what I mean, like living and like making decisions. And yeah, I don't know, dude. They got them in a, in a, like a fake house in some studio bunker oh, somewhere, yeah. like just living a life. It's like The Sims, but real life. They're making sure that their AI can actually do all these things. And then when we get it, it's like, oh, dope. But there's a video. Uh, uh, there's like a big Gundam in Japan. Oh, is that real? Like Cause moving. that looked incredible. I don't, I don't know what, if it's like a theme park or what I just saw like a clip of it. So I don't want to get all on a high horse when I don't even know anything about it, but just seeing it is crazy. Um, Cause what, why, why does why? that exist? That's a, why yeah. are we about to fight like some Kaiju? Like what is, what's happening? Yes. Uh, Dan, Dan wrote that uh, the company's Boston dynamics yeah, that's right. is the robot company. And once again, uh, Boston leads the way in uh, the destruction. <laughs> oh, sir, uh, sir. You mean destru- destruction? Yeah, right. You mean the creation of a nation? Boston Tea what? Party, people taking a stand to create freedom. That yeah, cabal, well, man. well I, just, I don't know how much good can come from these, these robots that can clearly rip our, our hey. limbs off of our bodies. Yeah, you're going to see Jeff Dress? Okay. Well, Any movie from the '90s pretty much shows robots will eventually get us. Yeah, we know it's coming. So, so why do we keep doing this? Just keep it. To keep it to video games, and let's not do anything else with it. <laughs> why are you building? The people are building legit mechs. There's, a, I saw this YouTube video, and this was old, I think, um, but a guy was actually inside of a robot, like controlling this huge giant robot. Like, 
for real, it was happening. That's sweet. That's sweet. I've also seen uh, exoskeletons, I think are pretty dope. Yes. Yeah. Right. Where you could just lift all the and weights then, in the world. Right. right. I'm into that. Come on, man. That's what, that's what I think pro wrestling uh, should be in the next oh. 10 years. Yes. Right. Oh my God. You don't like, if you don't yeah. have an exoskeleton, like there's no non exoskeleton wrestling anymore. That's yeah. what I just want. Think of, think of the things you could do. Yeah. Man, no no strain that. on the body? No. You know, that would be incredible. Right. Wow. That's, but that, that goes into our like, so the, <laughs> at this point in our lives, ladies and gentlemen, uh, what's entertaining to us wrestling wise, if you're having just like a good wrestling match, I care not to see it. I either want to see something that's horrible and entertains me in that way or something that is so incredibly amazing <laughs> that I'm entertained in that way. Both are the same exact kind of entertainment to me. And I, yeah. and I love them, but I can't do middle of the road anything. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Dan wrote <laughs> uh, Swaggle, Horn Swaggle with an exoskeleton versus Brock. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Book it. So, okay, so yeah. I would. I am into like the most manly of men against people who might not have the same stature with an exoskeleton. Like yes. that, that I'm into. Wow. Yes, because I, uh, Swaggle versus Scott Steiner with no exoskeleton, <laughs> pretty fantastic. <laughs> so I definitely watch this. He said it's like those clips of the guys fighting bears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See if you can last. Uh, Khabib, did you know Khabib Nurmurga? I'm going to butcher his name. Khabib. Anyways, I'm not going to try to pronounce okay. his name. Khabib from the UFC uh, wrestled got the bears afro, right? as a kid. Uh, he has like, that's no, he wears that little afro wig. Yeah. Oh, he yeah. doesn't actually have an afro. Well, yeah, afro wig. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, he wrestled uh, a bear as a kid. I think that's legit. Dope. Huh? What? Yeah. Like a I, think, I mean, it was, it was one of those soft bears. One of those domesticated oh, bears. Oh, oh, you know? bears. Not oh, one of those okay. bears from the streets, you know what I mean? He didn't, <laughs> he live, he didn't live a hard bear? scrabble life. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he was no, up in the burbs, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, one of those cushy ass bears, you What's know what I mean? So, movie, Mad Madagascar, he's one of these zoo bears. He's been living yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, real soft, yeah, that's right. He, you know, grew up in a nice family and whatnot with a nice education. It's always weird bears. to me, people talking about like, yeah, I fought bears, but like it's only those situations. Like, unless, unless you're out in the mountains, like, Fighting wild bears, then I'm like, meh. You're unimpressed. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, not, un not not unimpressed, but I don't understand the like allure. Like this this animal has been like trained to not like beat you up, and now you're like, uh, a bear. oh, so you you would fight a soft bear then? You you fight a, you fight a no. soft bear? Good lord, no. if a trained bear? Okay. Good lord, no. A working bear? Good lord, no. <laughs> yeah, you fight, a, you fight a working bear? Good lord, no. one of those working bears. It's, it's, it's terrifying regardless. There, but where's where's the people who are like, no, I just like fought this bear in the woods. They looked at me wrong. Bruh, I, I'll take my head off to someone uh, getting in there with, with a working bear. Bruh. You don't I, need to just disrespect not, that. You might not, no, no, no. not see me in the arena. If that, no way. No, sir. Yeah. It's like when, uh, who was it? Uh, uh, who are the dudes in, in Vegas? Siegfried and Roy? Siegfried and Roy, don't they do like a tiger act or something like that? They yeah, do. Didn't, and one of them got like mauled or something, yeah, right? Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. After, after like X amount of years of doing it. I, I just, crazy. I don't know, man. I, you will never find me in that situation. I just can't, I, you know, I just, why, why would you do that, man? It's a bear. At the end of the day, it's still a tiger. It's still a bear. You're like, yeah, don't put yourself in there, you know? Man, oh, I, yeah, you wouldn't see me in there. What I'll experience be, I, though? Yeah. Crazy. You know? Yeah. I'm, I'm with Kofi. I'm not doing it. I watch it, but... You get my respect when you go fight the bear in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> respect that. Anyways, how are you guys doing on the oh, red brand? I don't actually, really see much. Yeah, let's yeah. let's go into that. I'm I'm curious because okay, so uh we just did we just did raw, so Kofi is out with his jaw. So yeah. I 
<laughs> I can dive into this. I was terrified. <laughs> so they're gonna make me wrestle by myself. <laughs> I did cardio every day. <laughs> it was like you just act like case. you like you don't know how. Like you haven't been doing this for like two decades. I know. I know. But it's just it's it's different. It's different because from wrestling five, four or five days a week, like cardio is different. Like you can't get in shape for wrestling unless you're wrestling. Right. And I don't have a ring near me that I'm comfortable going to. So like, so I was like double, like I'm fine cardio wise, but like, geez, like when we were on point going all the time. Like I felt like my cardio was insane. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I just was just crazy doing cardio. Anyway, long story short, uh, my entrance was at the end of a segment. So then we go to commercial break and then we start the match afterwards. And so I have not been in the situation in a very long time where I am out in the ring <laughs> in front of cameras on television in the break without either Kofi or E there to like mess around with. Cause that's, it's three minutes of just screwing around doing whatever you want. And so like Stu, our camera was like, yeah, we're in break. I'm like, cool. <laughs> what do you mean we? Where's my where's my friend? So I'm just like kind of hanging out. Like everything is fine. I'm talking with the camera guys and the announcers and all that stuff. It's fine, but it was just it was very weird not having you guys there to immediately play off of. Yeah, no, it's an adjustment for sure. And we we talked about this before in text. And I just told you, like I I guess I'm just acclimated to it. But yeah, I just kind of talked to. I missed the you know we used to go to break and we had we'd have so much fun when we had people in the crowd because you go to break. And you have roughly three minutes and you could interact with people. You could holler at people. You could scope some ladies. You could dap up some kids and a bunch of things you could do. You could have some fun. That was that, that was like the most live event type interaction because, you yeah. know, TV is just, you know, we, we shoot for TV. So right. there's a structure and you have to have things done in a certain amount of minutes. Um, but I miss being able to have those three minutes to just kind of mess around or run the ropes real fast for no reason uh, <laughs> yeah. or just any kind of nonsense. Uh, and that is that is now not uh, with us. So it's it's weird that you just you go to break and now there's just a silence and there's like a dozen people or so yeah. around you in the bowl. And now that's my my my, my immediate thought was like, what does E do? Like what does yeah. E do? Because like I that wasn't even a thought to us. Like we for me and Kofi, it's like yeah, man, sucks. He's not in here in the locker room with us. I'm like ah, I hate that. Like he's over there like by himself, not by yourself because you got the. Yeah. the locker room but like it's Boys. weird not having the three of Boys. us and so we were always like yeah well we got each other so there's like that saving grace we feel sorry that he doesn't have us but then like being out there i was like man it really hit me i'm like man i really hope he's like fine <laughs> yeah. was, it was it was weird it was yeah. weird no it is weird but it's cool like obviously uh one thing that fans might not know as much is that we have the same set of cameramen every single week like those are we're all on the road together and the production so there's tamario uh there's uh Stu and sweaty and rico so you man after what like i've been on the road for eight years now eight years yeah. and change and uh so you you know these people so like you know you have these conversations with these people but um there isn't the fan interaction that there was before that was fun and felt new you know it felt new it's a new town new people there's that newness every single week but now it's just, just the same old, same old stew, same old, <laughs> same, <day. laughs> same old tea and partly at the bell. Yeah. yeah. So I would, I did like, so again, back to, back to when we had fans in the building, um, how in between uh, segments, Stu would point at people in the crowd and see, we would see who could hit them first with the pancake. Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. It's That's the best, the best part. Call the shots. Man. <laughs> you got to keep your head on a swivel out there, True. you know? 
pay attention because they coming. They coming in hot. You've you think that'll be like our uh, like our legacy? Oh, back in the day, or in our day, we used to have fans in the building. We didn't have all this virtual. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe we didn't have our kids. all this virtual audience. We had yeah. actual fans out here. You yeah. think about this? When we used to go out there, if they didn't like us, they would boo. Yeah. And we would know immediately if we were doing our jobs or not. What? So are you are you trying to posit a future where just this is it? This is just Who how knows? wrestling is? We don't know. I don't know. That's because think about it too, with with um with this change of like people working at home. We were talking about this yesterday. Uh companies that are larger that have these crazy like 45 story buildings, like well, your whole crew was working at home. So now what? You have a you get a building that's like one floor. For the people that you need to see and everybody else works from home so like businesses aren't might not go back to having these crazy buildings which might have an effect somewhere else like i i'm just saying like i'm there's there's no way to tell like how things are going to affect what we believe to be normal i guess yeah. quote unquote yeah who's True. to say it's such a wild like the the uncertainty is so strange because you'd think like, well, you know, above all else whatever's gonna happen uh in a, in a storyline or whatever's gonna happen in a match We'll always know that the fans will be there and I can go out and I can do this and I can get them to react like this and this will happen. But now, I don't know, you know, like you would assume that things will go back to normal, but we're going on like a year now without like fans in the crowd. Like, yeah. it's strange, bro. But think of two of, of all the moments where you had goosebumps and chills because oh, yeah. of like I always, we, we talk about Barclays in 2015 when we won the titles in that four way. And I remember for hours later, I could barely get to sleep later because I was buzzing. Like you don't get that feeling anymore. You so you're it. trying to say there's no more, there'll be no more feelings, no more buzzy feelings, right. no know. more goosebump moments. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah. We don't know. Like, how, do you, sure. how do you break into the business right now? Yeah, because eventually, like, uh, there's obviously everyone who's in the business right now has been in front of a crowd in in some fashion, but I don't know. There's some people who have been training and who have not been in front of a crowd yet, and say they keep on coming up, right? And they end up getting signed, and they've never had like an actual match in front of a live crowd. Can that is that a possibility? Like, yeah, yeah, wow, definitely. Man. Right. And it's 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 even weirder because that's where the organic realism comes from, like. So many times we'd be out there and we pivot because like, that's what's real is the fans reacting and giving us that energy and us knowing that we need to either change what we're doing or, or keep on that path. And so like yeah. not having that, it kind of, it kind of changes what wrestling is, you know, right. because right. rather than, rather than going out and kind of, Oh, you know, I'm in the opening match and it's like, uh, I'm just kind of here. But if people like lose their minds, then okay, maybe to next week, you're not in the opening match, but if yeah. people aren't there to do that, then it's like, Whoa, now, so now what's the deciding factor and right. like how the show, like, yeah, it's intense. There are so many people too, I, maybe not so many people, but they're definitely uh, wrestlers who are gimmicks, who fans just love and they get that great reaction, but they're not as good in ring, not as talented. And now in this era, they might not get the same screen time, the same pushes, the same limelight because they're not getting like, you know, there, there's certain people who are like, ah, uh, he doesn't do this that well, he doesn't do that that well. But man, every single town we go to, all the live events, people are losing their minds for him. So someone like that is, is kind of undeniable. How do you not put them on the card? How do you not find a place for them? Because people, every single town react to them. And now without that, they become, it's easier to get exposed when you don't mm. have that natural reaction. And people like, oh, well, his footwork is that, his, you know, just, 
you can see in more of the deficiencies. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, sure. So that that is so different. And it's not a shot at anyone because that's, you know, so many of the more memorable characters in wrestling history were gimmicks and were people like that who could move a crowd and who were beloved or who got booed. Um, and they were characters. And that organic response to them is what, that to me is what wrestling is. Like when yeah. I think of wrestling, I always say like, that's why I always think when we have like the WrestleMania week events, it always feels a bit weird to me to do the Hall of Fames and to do a lot of the stuff where you dress up and you get together because I often just have this feeling like, this is, this is great that we all get together, but this isn't pro wrestling. Pro wrestling is getting in your car with your boys after mm-hmm. a flight and going, driving to Kalamazoo and, get, and getting to a town and just doing what we do and having that fun and like, hey, let me try this and see how the crowd reacts. That to me is pro wrestling. And now what we're doing because of, you know, where we're, we're forced to be in this position where we don't have fans because of COVID and the pandemic, but now we're doing our best to still supply people with pro wrestling, but it's not, I feel like the heart of what we do isn't there in the same way anymore. Yeah. yeah it's just, it's, it's very different. I was talking to, um, to Charlotte yesterday. It's like, oh, you know, how do you feel coming back and everything? Cause I know like I was freaking out and all this stuff. And we were talking about cardio too. Uh, I was like, how, you know, how's your wind? She's like, ah, you know, it's, it's fine. I was like, yeah, I feel the same way, but I feel like I just got to keep like running more. She's like, yeah, same. So like, uh, we got into the idea of like, it's a possibility that like you're, we're breathing differently because the adrenaline from the fans isn't there. So like right. our pacing is different. And so sure. like, it's almost like your cardio is exactly where it was, but now the pacing is different because you don't have that, that instant, uh, reaction of, of cheers or booze. So you just keep kind of going through rather than pausing or taking a second and looking around and things like that. So like the everything, like the whole structure of how you do things changes and that might have an effect on like what's going on internally in your body, which then plays into your performance when you're out there. So there's just, there's so many chess pieces on the board. Yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that like, I, I mean, we talk about it all the time as far as like adrenaline is concerned. So going back to like uh, when I had uh, injured my jaw, uh, so I got need in the face by Cedric Alexander mm. uh, like three weeks ago. And uh, a couple of my teeth, you know, chipped, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it was all fine. It was cool. Uh, and the, the point of impact was like, um, you know, just real sore. So I thought, okay, it's a bruise or whatever. The next week we actually had like a six man match and uh, everything was fine. You know, a little pain, but not, not terrible. Uh, and then the next week when we had our match right before we went out, like it just kept feeling like it was like just loose, you know? Like, oh, this is weird. Okay. And as soon as we get out there to the ring, I'm moving around and now I'm feeling it kind of like come out of place and like just feel like it wasn't set in. And I feel like uh, if the fans were there, I wouldn't have felt that. You know what I'm saying? And like throughout the whole entire match, anytime something would happen, or, you know, I get hit or whatever, I'll, gra- I'll, grab my, I'll grab my jaw. And I'm like, oh man, like the entire match thinking about it the whole time. But if we had had fans there, like I've been not necessarily like injured, but have, have, you know, been hurt in a match and you just feel like the, the adrenaline of the crowd and you, it, it just, you know, makes you will, will your way through it, you know? Um, so I don't know, man, I, it's, it changes the whole dynamic of just how we do what we do, you know? And like how the approach even, it's just really, really strange. And, uh, 
I don't know if it's like for the better or for the worse, but it's yeah. just, I guess the best way I can describe it is just being, just being different. Well, this, this yeah. pertains to like stuff that you do, like you're, cause you're the like essentially like the Royal Rumble guy. Royal Rumble is coming up yeah. and there's not going to be fans there. Right. Like how, how weird is this going to be? Yeah. Very strange because I think the Royal Rumble probably is second in pay-per-views only to Mania in terms of like the amount of excitement that people have, regardless of storyline or whatever's going on, because you know what the Rumble means. You know, there's going to be 30 people in that ring and the last person that's standing is going to WrestleMania. So, you know, you're probably going to have some special guests come out, you know, some, some old, some, uh, some legends come out, you know what I'm saying? Um, wow, nice, yeah. nice correction. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> some yeah, some, yeah. some dudes. Some old, oh, oh, yeah. That's not what I said. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It was coming. It was on the. No, was, that's not. I mean, you know, so they, people say all oh, the old timers, but I, you know, I, I don't uh-huh. think I, I would have said that in a disrespectful way. That's not, uh-huh. you know what I mean. I, I got respect for the, you know what I'm trying to would say. You, would, anyway. you, would you salute them? It depends on who it was. <laughs> wow. It depends on who it was. Wow. <laughs> you already know. but yeah rumble's gonna be weird man it's gonna be weird um i don't know i'm excited though yeah i i enjoy all the weirdness that's going on because we have to figure out it's a puzzle it's just like when we would do stuff like when we were first starting out trying to figure out like how we make this work within the confines of what we have to do like Mm -hmm. I, i love a good puzzle because then once you figure it out, you feel accomplished. Just like, and this wraps it all back. Just like when we had to look at the maps back mm. in the day to get to where we're going, we had to figure out how to get there. So all these obstacles in place, there's more puzzles for us to have fun with. Mm. And psh, there you go. And that's the story of the, of the day. You thought we weren't <laughs> talking about anything. We were giving you life lessons. You're welcome. Wow. I guess you did learn something. Much to my chagrin. Yep. That's not why I, that's not why I showed up today. Well, we don't educate you. Actually, yeah, Dan, can you cut that life lesson uh, from the episode? No, 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 no. I want to make sure, yeah, I want to make sure nothing is learned from this episode. Please cut that. 90s cartoon style. We'll we'll put the lesson, we wrap the pill in the cheese, and you can eat it. It Yeah. yeah. Well, not not the cheese. Maybe wrap it. (laughs) Well, back in the day, back in the day for you, you used to. Well, you're right, you're right. But still, I would would change that about myself. Yeah. Change it. If, you, if, if there's I, if one thing you can change thing, about yourself, if I could change I would, one thing about myself. It'd be I would consumption dis- of cheese. Yes. And gelatin as a youth. Oh my God. Okay. Well, that's that's the end. Just just <laughs> just end it very abruptly, please. <laughs> <laughs> just cut it in the middle that's, of these laughs. Well, no, we got things to plug, don't we? We got things to plug, right? Hit them with your I mean, socials. We can. Hit we them can. with your socials. Oh, socials. Socials at Austin Creed wins. Check out the YouTube channel at Up Up Down Down. Get all your Up Up Down Down apparel at uuddshop.com. Check your boy out. And this year, G4 stuff coming. Ooh! Keep an eye out. Keep an eye out. Beautiful. Keep an eye out. Beautiful. I love it. Kof? Yeah. I mean, I got nothing to plug, you know, but you can follow me if you want to at, uh, at True Kofi at, uh, on uh, the, the, the Twitter <laughs> and the Instagram at the True Kofi. That's it. That's it. No plug. So you got it. Okay. That's it. Uh, I am at WWE Big E on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I, you know, I would make a joke about having a, a Tumblr or MySpace or some other defunct. Is, is, is Tumblr defunct actually? No, I don't really know. Not. People still on it? I, think I don't they really took hear. Off, no they took off, the, they, they, they took the stuff off of it. And so. The reason that, that I showed up, you mean? people leave. Yeah, they made some, the, 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 the rat, they took it out. They took away some of the rabbit holes. And so some people left Tumblr. That's the only reason I'm on social media is for rabbit holes. <laughs> I like, I like a deep dive, just getting lost. Like Alice in Wonderland. What a movie, by the way. It's <laughs> a great movie. movie. What a concept. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm at WWE Biggie <laughs> on Twitter and on Instagram. I don't really have much else going on. I'm trying to get some big money schemes brewing here. I'm working on some plots and whatnot. Uh, I'm out in here uh, in these uh, Tampanian streets trying to make a, a buck or two. Just a beautiful dollar. I'm just trying to make a beautiful dollar. You know what I mean? To feed me and mines. And by me and mines, I mean just, just me. It's just yeah, me yeah. I'm trying to feed. Yeah. <laughs> just solo dello. But there's nothing wrong with that. Don't judge me. Live your life mm-hmm. how you want to. You know, craft a life that you want to live. And don't be, don't be looking in my windows and my doors, seeing what I do and how I live. So what? I'm kidless. So what? I'm wifeless. So what? I sit in this house every day watching Netflix, playing video games by myself, no social interaction. So what? Live your life, conduct your life the way you want to conduct your life. You be the the trained conductor of your caboose. Don't worry about my caboose Mm -hmm. and what I do with mine. There you go. Right. Do do you only have a caboose or is there- That's it. There's there's nothing pulling, like the train's not moving? No, no, no. I don't really know. I got to uh, talk to Breeze, you know, the, the resident train expert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you need the front part? No, that's, a, that's a childhood book. The uh, What's her name? The caboose that's like in the tree. What? You know what, what I'm talking about? There's a, there's a childhood. There's a story train about a caboose that's in a tree. How are they get in the that's tree? You. I don't oh, the caboose in the tree? I don't know. Yeah. I'm and gonna, she's like, I don't know. You got you to read, read the book. Before we, before we end, I do have a question because in regards to something you just said, E. So you mm-hmm. said that you've been, uh, you know, you're looking for some big money schemes. I feel like you've said that a few times throughout the podcast. I was yeah. wondering if, from the beginning, if there's anything that you could talk about. Have you made any headway on any? No, nah, I got I got some. I do got some brewing, but it's, it's, a, it's a long play. It's a slow burn. That candle, the wick, it's a long wick on that candle. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a lot of time for it to burn. Oh, speaking of candles, this is super random, but uh, Tavita Fafita is one incredible human being, mm-hmm. uh, a.k.a. Camacho in mm-hmm. WWE. Anyways, uh, he stopped by my house uh, uh, many moons ago, and he makes candles. What? So, yeah, uh, check out his, his candle he does. business. Oh, I'm going to have to. He's got a little wow. candle business. I'm going to have to I go get a candle right a candle now. Maker. For real, for real. It's wow. very uh what a what a what a blessed man. What a beautiful man he is in many ways. Anyways, like this is we're not wrapping this up. We're just we're yeah, it's, it's the, untangling, it's unraveling. Yeah, yeah. But the little, just the, turn little it the little red the little red caboose is the name of the book. Little yes. red caboose. And when you're little listening little to this, red. just turn it off because it's, we're just gonna keep rambling. So you, <laughs> yeah. This is the episode where you have the power. We're giving you the power to end. <laughs> it's this. a choose your own adventure. <laughs> yes. But it's not like it's not to go one left or right. It's just no. to stop. You yeah. should choose to stop this adventure. Yeah. When do you want the bleeding to end? Because this has continued to get more and more narrow and less and less people understand it. So I'm I'm curious to see who gets to the end of it. It's on you, right? Because we could do this all day. We could talk about yeah. nothing all day. But, do you have a uh, Christmas uh, sweater on too, by the way, E? Do we, what, is that oh, Ghostbusters? Yes. Ghostbusters Christmas yes, sweater? Yes, yes. I yeah, got to. I, yes, I was meaning I have to shout out Middle of Beyond uh, Mia, who runs the company, is an incredible person, incredible woman. And she made this sweet, you can't wow. see it if you're just listening to audio, but it's a sweet Ghostbusters. They actually have like two different kinds of Ghostbusters sweaters. But anyways, it's a Ghostbusters sweater. It's very cool. It's very fitting. And I, I love it very, very much. So she sent me at least a half dozen, more than a half dozen sweaters and cardigans and whatnot. And they do a bunch of horror themed stuff like Evil Dead. And uh, I have, she sent the Leatherface one too that I wore on TV. So middle of beyond, they got a bunch of sweet cardigans and sweaters. Check wow. them out. Also check out Laser Wolf, which season two just wrapped, oh, yeah. just concluded. Mm-hmm. I love being on that show. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. And uh, it's on Adult Swim. If you want to, I think it's also on their website. Man, oh, YouTube this is as the well. longest. 
Yes. It's on YouTube? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What size that. is that sweater, E? It's an XL, I think. You're like you're looking real big. I do. Well, yeah, thank you very much. I you're try. pulling out, you're pulling the buttons apart. Mm. Well, it's just I got I got good strain. cleavage. I got good cleavage. So you gotta you, just because you're dropping weight doesn't mean you're not big anymore. You can Thanks, man. I appreciate you know. That. I, pre- yeah. I feel like a shell of my former self, but I, I appreciate that. No, it's fine. You know, okay. gotta got got to make sure you stay up. Gotta boost you up. Stay up, boost. We support yeah, you. Yeah, gas me up. Gas up, gang. That's what I call y'all. Hey. Gas up, gang. The gas up, gang. G U G. The gugs. The gugs. Gugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gug, 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 gug. That's what. That's actually a good side hustle. We should be the gas up gang. Just, just hire us, and we'll go to your your place of employment. We'll go to your house and we'll we'll make you feel like a real big deal. Look, that's just how we're gonna, real big shot. That's how that's how we're gonna end it. End it with like a good minute and a half. Gas up, gang. Just okay. So everybody listening, this is your first one's free. Okay, listen to us. It's your boys, the new, new day. day, and we're here to tell you that you are worth it mm. and you deserve it. Every day that you open your eyes, wake up and get out of that bed is a day that you can make it happen. Mm -hmm. You are enough. You can get that job or you can get that promotion or you can get that new thing on the back of your house built. You can do it. We're here to make sure you understand. Kofi, let them know why they can do it. You can do it. Because you got what it takes. You got that fire inside of you. It burns. You know what you can do. You got the capability to do anything that you set your mind to. Your big, beautiful mind. Your smart brain. Set your mind to it and do it. You can do it. Come on, y'all. Yeah. Come on, y'all. look at you. Look at you. Look in the mirror right now. Look at you with all that body. Mm. Look at you with that butt. Yeah, that butt poking out. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) you're looking good. You're looking right. Yeah, look at you. Don't be afraid to touch on it. Don't be afraid to caress yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, enjoy that body that you're walking around in because I'm enjoying it, (laughs) and ain't no one gonna stop me from enjoying it. Maybe we. Yeah, now let me close it how I want to close it now. You finish it, you finish it. G-U-G. Go, 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 go. Yeah, hire your boys. I'm going to TM that. I'm a trademark it. That's us, the Gas Up Gang. Hire us to gas you up. We'll go to your town and just make it feel real good about yourself. I like that Kofi and I had some real uplifting messages. You said, Jeff, feel on your butt. feel on your butt. Look in the mirror and feel on your own butt, because I'm looking at it. If you don't do it, I will. Come on now. Y'all hit him with the spiritual and some like the body. You got to address the body. You got to address the body. Because it's not secret admirer. It's secret luster. Thank you. Secret luster. luster. You luster. That's it. We're done. <laughs> if, you, if you made it this far, that's on you. We yes. told you. We tried to warn you. We'll bring it back. Cut this off. We'll bring a joke we, back now. We try to we try to warn you. Cut it off. This is our natural stream of consciousness. So this is what our friendship's actually like. This You're is welcome. Us.